0: I truly, truly, truly believe it's the small actions you take in your day that make the big changes in your life. If you show up 1% every day versus a hundred percent one day, that 1% will get you farther in a year.
1: Hello, my name is Dr. Jessica Emery, and this is the Happy CEO Podcast. For me, being a happy CEO means finding alignment in all of the areas of your life that matter most, like love, health, career, finances, personal development, and of course, self-care. In 2020, I made a huge pivot in my career as a cosmetic dentist. I decided to hang up my white coat and go all in on my dream of helping others discover their own success path through inspiring conversations, tools, resources, and community. Are you ready to take control of your life and go all in on your dreams? If so, you are in the right place. Welcome to the happy CEO. everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Happy CEO. I am so excited today to have one of my incredible friends that I love so dearly. We actually met on Instagram and we're going to dive deep into that. I'm so incredibly grateful. I have got Brooke Kural Smith with me today and she is a mindful branding and web designer. She is P.S. Brilliant, has done three of my websites um, (laughs) and many (laughs) of the women that I know. And she is a multi-passionate entrepreneur who believes that we all hold the power to create a life we love for ourselves and to go after all of your passions and that you don't have to pick just one. So welcome, Brooke.
0: Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. I feel like this has been such a long time coming because we've been friends now for like a year and a half, almost two years. Yeah, yeah, I, don't oh. even, I don't even know. I don't know if this has been two years, at least two years, I think. If not, we're getting very, very close. But I just feel like thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to chat today. Um, I feel like we've talked about this a million times and like the day yeah. is finally
1: here. <laughs> we have talked about it and I am so excited to have you here. I have um well we had the opportunity to meet in person at the bus bombshells event which was so fun you came and you spoke at my event here in charleston so i got to hug you and squeeze you in person but everybody she is somebody so this is why i always speak to the power of social media particularly instagram that's my playground i love it so much i've met just it's just opened the doors to so many incredible relationships and when I, oh my gosh, we have to go back. I should have probably thought about this before the episode, <laughs> but I'm like, how did you even pop up
0: in front of me? But the minute you did, I was like, I reached we, out. We have never been able to answer that question. And we've talked about it a million times because I, I don't know is the true answer. And Like you, you reached out to me first and then we just started talking. You are away speaking somewhere yeah. And you just shot me a message on Instagram. I remember it was Labor Day weekend because, and the reason I remember that is because my family was there. And I remember I was like in the back, my mom was driving. And I was in the backseat of the car. We're on our way to like Ikea or something. And I was like, oh, who is this? And we started mm-hmm. messaging back and forth. And like, honestly, the rest is history. But I have never figured out how my profile ended up in front of you, how you found me to message me. Because I know, because you weren't yeah. looking per se, yeah. but like, I don't know.
1: the it's university- wild. And what's so wild is that you remember exactly where you were in the car. And I remember where I was on my side porch patio. I remember the smell of the air. I remember everything like by the fireplace. It was a weekend um, and having the conversations because we started even voicing one another right away. And literally yeah. it, and we were trying, this reminded me, we were trying to figure out how, or maybe connected through, we thought maybe, but it wasn't like, it was so random. So she popped up in front of me. I immediately felt connected. This is the, like the energetics that I love so much. And when we started talking, we were off to the races and I, I don't know, honestly, you guys as well. I had just done a year prior, my website Mm -hmm. (laughs) saw her work and I was like, oh, I must <laughs> I need you, and I want to create all three of them, um, and have you design them. And so that was the beginning. Um, and then, of course, so many people saw the work that she did for mine. Um, a lot of women in my world, like I said, just just jumped right on that that train. And you are so incredibly brilliant. So, can you take us back? Because I love the reason why we connect so strongly. I mean, for there's so many reasons, but. I think the, well, energetics. We're both by one. Just uh, many fans, yeah. in human yeah. design. For any of you that do not know what human design is, go look up your profile on Google. Just go look for a free, um, you know, design chart. You'll be mind blown. Um, we still, I'm sure you would agree, Brooke, like we want to still dive in heavily. There's so much more you could do. You could literally just go be a monk somewhere and like just do your human design. Yeah. Right. Three years at a time, but we're the same design, and so we both have a lot of energy, and we're both multi-passionate, like creatives. Just our brains are always thinking in color and all of that. So obviously, always so much to talk about. Um, oh, never a quiet moment. We talked for like an hour before recording. <laughs> we did. We did. We had we had so much catching up to do. So. I would love for you to take us back to when you decided, um, since you're all about creating, you know, the life that you dream about and desire and being the chief executive officer of your life, (laughs) aka a happy CEO, how did that all start and happen for you to
0: decide that you wanted to create your own business? So my design business was technically founded in 2021. However, if I'm bringing you back to the beginning, I'm really bringing you back to way before that. I mean, if I if I bring you back to even childhood, I always knew that I wanted more. I always knew, and I say this with a lot of love, um, because everyone around me, I grew up with some incredible examples in my life of hard workers and like. It's great work ethics, but I just looked at every adult, like big kid around me. And I was like, I don't want that job. I don't want that job. I don't want that job. And as a very young child, I had this feeling of wanting more and being meant for more. And I, at that time associated that with fame. I was like, I guess that means I want to be a singer or a dancer because I just saw people on stage. just like sharing the world fast forward to now. No one wants to hear me sing. Never have been good at that. Definitely couldn't act. You can read my emotions on my face and I can't control them. So like I, as I grew, realized that like fame and acting and singing was not what meant for more really means for me. But as a kid, that's how I comprehended it because that was the only examples I could see. I didn't know any entrepreneurs. I didn't know what it was like. I, I didn't know you could be a speaker or start your own business. Like I didn't know any of that. So I think like knowing I wanted to found my own business started in childhood, I just perceived it differently. And then moving into college years, um, I remember the moment I was in bed. It was like three o'clock in the morning. I had just finished my homework. I was scrolling on Facebook at the time. You couldn't catch me on Facebook these days. Um, huh? but I was scrolling on Facebook at the time and there were these two girls and they were called the bucketless bombshells. I honestly don't huh? know if they know. are even still active. They I, are. Are, they are. Yeah. Okay. great. Yeah. Well, I, they had, of course that was about traveling the world and starting your business. And I think one of them was a copywriter and one of them was a social media manager. Like I think, um, and I just remember seeing them and going, how do you do that? I want to do that. And, but like, I didn't necessarily want to copyright and I didn't necessarily want to be a social media manager, but I was like the idea of being able to run my life, create my own schedule, work from my laptop. That is what I want. Mm -hmm. Um, but that also terrified me. And I was like, I don't know how I would possibly do that. Like that maybe one day, like it kind of became a, that thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and as we talked about, I'm very multi-passionate. So in college, my original major, and this is relevant kind of to now I'm obsessed with mindset. Um, my original major was psychology and freshman year ended. And I quickly realized I don't want to get a doctorate. Um, so psych isn't going to work because you can't do anything with an undergrad in psych, not anything impactful at least. So I was like, what else can I do? And honestly, I switched to PR, which is what my degree is in because my friend did PR and it sounded cool. And I was like, I'm good at talking to people. Sounds fun. Had no idea really what PR was, but that's what I ended up graduating. in. my senior year, I took two design classes and fell in love with it and had a moment of like, I am not starting over. If I switched to design, I would be switching colleges as well. Like, mm-hmm. or yeah, I think it would be out of the college of liberal arts and into the college of arts. I was like, absolutely not. It is what it is. I'm a PR major. So <laughs> continued to self teach myself after graduation, took on a little bit of freelancing here and there while doing the thing they tell you to do. Like society says, you graduate college, you get a corporate job. So yeah. I did that. I moved to New York. I got, I started working in other businesses, um, managed some fitness studios, moved into corporate, like kind of played the game. Like the world tells you to play it. Um, did a lot of freelance makeup artistry because makeup is another thing I'm passionate about. So kind of just really played. I feel like I did everything. And, and this is also very, a cliff notes version of everything, but the whole time I knew I wanted to work for myself. I kind of got the idea that design could be it. Cause I did dabble in the freelance world with it. And I was like, I can do that on a laptop thinking back to the bucketless list bombshells. Yeah. Um, but was terrified. Like the idea of quitting my job to do my own thing. I was like, that couldn't be me. Like, I, I, there's no way I'm also a Virgo and very much planner. So I was like, how do you do that? Like, that's not real life. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe. And just kept saying one day and then fast forward to 2020, which is the year that, you know, everyone will remember, remember forever. And if you did not grow during COVID, then I don't know what you did. Um, uh-huh.
1: Huh? they call it the pause you want to see all that um which I actually loved because it what a gift at at least I don't know people have their feelings but I do feel like for me personally it was a gift it was a gift we were forced into that that space to yes. identify what it was truly that we were called. Yeah.
0: A hundred percent. I think. I mean, a lot of awful happened during it, obviously. But yeah. for me, it yeah. pushed me. I don't know. I, And I, my husband and I, talk about it all the time. I'm like, "What would life look like? It would be so right? different." That's my only answer. It I would don't know. Be. I think we'd be doing so many, so many of us would be doing the same thing. For me, it, I would. That's it. Ones. That's exactly it. It would be so different, and not that doesn't necessarily even would be like mean it would be in a bad way, but right. it would just be different and not. What I think it would have just delayed me longer for what I was meant to do. And so for me, I actually stayed employed throughout all of it, which I look back and I'm very grateful for. My husband got furloughed. If I had gotten furloughed too, I know that would have been like the straw off the camel's back for my stress level. So I'm very (laughs) grateful I stayed employed. However, it was not a fun time. And it was the song and dance of like a lot of my company got laid off. So more and more positions got stacked on top of me. And it just became an environment that, I really didn't enjoy and I had this moment because I found myself in the same moment I always found myself in every job I had up until. I've always been a hard worker. Um and I've always been the person that wants to learn more wherever I'm at. And so I was often the person in every job where I would be like, "Oh, let me learn that. Let me learn that." And then I would end up doing like all of the posi- like the job description of like people above me, but like not getting the pay. So I would find myself in moments of like resentment for where I was at. And so then I would go on to the next thing thinking that's going to be better. And you see the cycle here. Yeah. So it was in 2020, um, end of 2020, where I finally had this moment of like, I am the common denominator here. Like I have gone through so many jobs and I mean, not an unreasonable amount, like a normal amount for someone in their early twenties, but like I had gone through so many jobs, always found myself wildly unhappy by the end of it. And I was just like, at the end of the day, I had very valid reasons and all of those experiences to be unhappy and to be upset. Like, I'm not invalidating what was happening because a lot of it was wrong. But I was like, I am the only common denominator, which means like it will be up to me to change my life. And I'm the only person standing in the way of my own happiness. So I really started to dive into the entrepreneur space online, which I did not know existed up until then, like I had done freelance in the design world, but very much through like, oh, my, someone in my family referred me to one of their friends who needed a website for their business. Like it was very much that, which I'm very grateful for. Cause it gave me like some little peeks into it, but I didn't know there was this whole world on social media of entrepreneurs. So I kind of started on that rabbit hole dove down and this was end of 2020. I invested in a mentorship that I honestly could not afford at the beginning of 2021 and I was able to quit my job by April of 2021, which sounds really fast. And I want to put that caveat in there of it sounds really fast and like I did everything overnight, but the reality is it was years of practice everything and experience is- and mindset work and all of that, that got me to that moment.
1: Yeah. And I do think yeah. having the, the right, let's put that in quotations, like the right mentor um, mm-hmm. and help, help in The moving it faster, even though you are the one doing it sometimes. It's just having that support. Yeah. Um, you know,
0: to, to it's move. having someone to ask the questions to. Like they didn't yes. teach me how to be a designer, right. but they taught me how to run a business. Yes. Um, and I also learned probably just as much stuff that I didn't want to do from that experience, which I think yes. is equally as important, but like I it it introduced me even more so to the world of entrepreneurs and got me speaking with other entrepreneurs. Like in my life, I have a lot of incredible humans that like I have the best family, I have the best like friends. And I'm very grateful for all of them. But none of them have their own business. And that's okay. And I think that's also the most beautiful escape sometimes when yeah. I want to forget that I have all of this. <laughs> but um, you know, like yeah. you and I talk about our businesses all the time because yeah. when you get it, you get it. And it leads such good conversation and ideas. And I think it just introduced me to a whole world of people who understood the feeling of wanting more and wanting to build something, but also the difficulties that come with juggling it all when you're first starting out and I'm still figuring it out. And it just, that is what made me finally decide to do it and found my business.
1: I love it. So did you start, this is probably for a lot of people that question or have that pull, Mm -hmm. that, that desire, but they're playing it safe when was it like, did you have to have a certain number under your belt of like clients or a number set in your head? Or did you just like leap and hope that that would appear? Like, what was that? What did that transition look like?
0: So I started taking clients beginning of 2021. And honestly, even I had really started posting, I wish I could probably go back and figure out what my first post was. I want to say that the first post that I did on my account saying that I was going to do this thing was, potentially even in October of 2020 don't quote me on that i would have to look back it was very very end of 2020 and then early 2021 is when i would say i really got things started like my website for my business didn't launch until 2021 which you don't have to have a website right away to get started those come but like um 2021 is really when i look at the founding of my business but i what I did was I just started talking about it, which was really uncomfortable. I was so embarrassed to be on stories and like, now I'm fine on camera. I'll do anything. Like, it's fine. Like It's so chill to me. But when I first got started, I like muted everyone I knew in real life. So they couldn't see my stories, even though they were very supportive. I was just like, this is cringy and really embarrassing. (sighs) So um, I just started talking about it and the, Plan that I made for quitting, which I am very lucky. I live in a two-income household. I'm married, so like they kind of. I had I had a little bit more of a cushion. It's not like I was on my own, and I I recognize that I'm lucky for that. But basically, my husband and I sat down. We had a conversation. We figured out, you know, our expenses are this. If we have this much in the savings, if you have this much in clientele at one time, like this is going to kind of be the number that you can quit with. And we got to a point by I want to say maybe in February where we were like, okay, if you can get three clients, then you can quit. Like, that'll be it because it kind of got to the tipping point of like, that would be so much work that it would be really hard to balance the full-time job with it. And enough work that it would, you know, I would still have a lot of work to do, but it would free up enough time in my day that I can continue to find more clients and like really just go all in and bet on myself. And I will never forget the day. Um, this is probably one of my favorite stories in my business is when I got that third client, I was at our Gowanus location of the, for the company that I worked at. I was at the Gowanus location and my husband and I had agreed like three clients. I'm quitting. Um, my <laughs> best one of my best friends in the world, Veronica, she, her, her business is Suka Seat. Shout out. She makes amazing hand poured vegan candles and they are absolute magic. But oh. she called me. And she was like, hey, are you still trying to find like your third client so you can quit? And I was like, yeah, like I've got two and like, I just need one more. Like, I don't know. And she's like, I think I have a client for you. And I was like, oh my God, V, like tell me everything. And she was like, it's me. And I, I, it still gives me chills. And I immediately was like, absolutely not. Like you're one of my best friends. Like I'm not charging you for anything. Like, are you kidding? And she's like, no, Brooke, like I want to start my business off right cause we kind of found our businesses at similar times. She's like, I want to start my business off. Right. I want to invest in it. Cause that's going to put a fire under my butt. Like, and I want to support you. And we went back and forth. I tried to decline her a million times on the phone, but then it ended with just a very like sappy. Thank you. And she's, she is the client that I signed. Um, now there were also other two, two other clients, obviously that got me to my three that I'm like, some of the yeah. first clients I've had in business that I'm wildly grateful for, but that's she cute. was the third client. And, um, I remember I got off the phone with her. I called my husband and I had a freak out moment of like, there's no way I can quit my job. And he was like, I don't know why you're on the phone with me. You have to quit. You said three, you did it. Like, I'm not. Oh, I
1: love it. The support. It.
0: Yeah. Very supportive. He, at, at no point in my whole experience, even during slow times, has he been like, you should quit your business. Like, very yeah. supportive. So I remember I called my boss. With, with like a last minute meeting, which probably she probably hated getting that message from me because I was like, hey, let's like hop on a quick Zoom call. And she was like, uh, uh, yeah, um, as a player, you never like those. Yeah, like I definitely I'm not proud of this. I have definitely probably blindsided them a little bit, but I gave a 30 day notice because I wanted to make sure that they were good and supported. So I gave like a good month's notice mm-hmm. to kind of transition out of my role and make sure everyone was supported through that on the corporate side, too. And. Here oh, we my God.
1: And you stepped in. So what was that like when you stepped into, like, when you actually like the 30 days was up in yeah. corporate and you're like sitting there with your coffee, like, oh my gosh, wait, I can go for a walk. I can like, I can do anything. And I'm not, I mean, that feeling, right? What did it that? Was
0: weird. And honestly, I think I'm still adapting to it. That's my, the, my truest yeah. answer is I'm still adapting to it. And it's been almost three years at this point. Um. Yeah but it was good it was really really good it was wild i think at first i took the freedom i mean i worked hard i yes. worked really 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 hard but i think at first i took the freedom maybe to too much of an extreme because i was used to yes going to my corporate job every day from 9 to 6 and then not including my commute time but like at work was 9 to 6 and then i would come home and build my business after hours, So I'd either wake up at like three o'clock in the morning to work before I went to work, or I would stay up until like all hours of the night. I was just working around the clock to make this happen. So then when I finally did quit my job, I think I I got, I was very set into that work during the day and work at night experience, Mm -hmm. but I didn't have that work during the day anymore. And it took me a second to transition into, you don't have to work late into the night anymore. So I think during the day I would like live in my freedom and I would go meet a friend for coffee and I would go do this and I would go do that. And I just enjoyed it. But then I was still working until, like, 3 a.m. So it took me a minute to, like, regulate my schedule. To be like, you don't have to do that anymore. You can work during normal people hours. (laughs) Yeah, it's so fascinating
1: because I'm three years in as well. But I still, I still, I don't know, waver and have, like, pinch me moments. I'm like, wait a minute, Mm -hmm. is this real? And what? Like, I could go out so I could do whatever I want. And I do still allow playtime Mm -hmm. where, because I'm like, because we can like, let's go out for lunch and have a cocktail mid afternoon or whatever. But then I will sometimes come back and then I'll work late, you know, like to get the things done I'm supposed to do. But because I just love the ebb and flow of the freedom because I like you too was working, you know, in a business. And then after that business on my other business and just, Mm -hmm. you know, working all the time, which I loved, it was just the, it was, it was a hustle and this is so completely opposite of that like hard work but so incredibly different <laughs> as we've discussed so yeah. I don't know when it goes away if it ever goes away but I still feel that too
0: you know? I'll keep up posted if it does because it has I know <laughs> I know right um because I know
1: people that are in corporate the way that we were too you know you dream of that and you think of that and you're like wow and I can say and I'm sure you can too like it is freaking mind-blowing, like a gift that I could right now, actually the biggest gifts for me, even in the space where, where I'm at in my life, midlife is, you know, my, my parents are both, you know, my dad passed, he had lost his vision and then he passed. And, but the amount, the amounts of time that I was able to spend with him when he lost his vision. And then when he passed the time with my sisters, like our relationship became so strong, like through that, um, my mom now with Alzheimer's going to visit her. As a practicing dentist, I would not with patients scheduled six months out, plus some, plus some, a team to support the, the overhead to carry the brick and mortar, all of that. Like there was just, there's no way like that. So gifts of opportunities in life, um, with our families and loved ones, even my kids. Okay. So I know you're not there yet, but so for me with kids, I had lived in nannies which I loved. I just actually talked to, I had two throughout our entire life. And I just talked to one yesterday. She's just, oh, they're so close to me. It takes a tribe, especially when you're an entrepreneur, you're working like in a physical space. But, and I would, I would love one now, even here, <laughs> The Just laundry. I got used to all of the things being done. Three kids, there's always just stuff, places to be right, drive to and laundry and all of that. But um, being, being like I said in the in that brick and mortar and go 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 and having the um the nanny too. where was I going with this on the other side of that now I just I don't know specifically where I was going with it Freedom. But, freedom uh, is what we're talking yeah, about freedom yes just not having had any really like I was never home oh the kids is that I was mm. never there like I just I wasn't um There's no regrets at all because they saw me enough. I mean, they grew up the the positivity. I loved that they saw a workhorse of a mom and like, I was still like happy and loved it and had my own businesses. And they, they would come and see me sometimes at Sugar Sugarbanks. They'd come and meet me. We'd go to Frasca next door for dinner. Uh, Andrew would drive them down. Um, My nanny would bring them down to me all the time. But now fast forward, I'm with them all the time. We sit down for dinner every night. Like those things that I never would have dreamed of then we have now, but I know for them later they're going to remember all of these moments, and that to me is priceless.
0: Yeah, no, it is. I have it similarly with. I mean, I don't have kids yet, but like my husband, even like, and and we've always had a really good relationship. Like that's been the easy place in my life. But our relationship is even better now um, because he, Alec works in retail, and so like he manages store some store a store and. Um, He would always work weekends due to the nature of the industry, obviously. And in corporate, weekends were your time off. And there was no flexibility in that. It's you work Monday through Friday, you get Saturday and Sunday off, which is good for most of the world. But if your husband works in retail and you're working Monday through Friday, you just don't see each other. Like we would see each other in the evening. But even with his hours, he would get off later into the evening. I would be gone pretty early in the morning. Like Mm -hmm. we just constantly missed each other. Mm -hmm. So even though we were like under the same roof. So now in my business, like... I take most Mondays off. Most of the world is getting back to work. I will sometimes half work for the day, but like Alec is pretty much always off on Monday, So I'm like, I can do that. I can work. Yes. I love working on yep. Saturdays, which yep. a lot of business owners would say, ooh, boundaries, that's not good. To me, working on Saturday, I love it because most other business owners are taking the day off. So it's kind of my like hermit crab mode day where like the rest of the world is outliving. I can really like zoom in and like look into my business. I don't feel... I don't feel like I'm missing messages from clients. Like I'm just very, it's untethered, and then yeah. I can talk on a Monday because I want to be. So the freedom is unmatched. <laughs> I do that Fridays, and then sometimes I decide, yeah, Saturday morning if, I, if I'm feeling it, like when I'm really mm-hmm. feeling it,
1: inspired to kind of tap in. But it is, I don't know, like you said too, just like whoa, it's just a an insane, um, just beautiful, incredible things. The power of of being online, and you know expressing your self and your gifts. Like if you have them, I think we both would agree and encourage you to, to step in. So speaking of stepping in to who you are and embodiment, and you mentioned this earlier that you, you know, you're obsessed with mindset. I am as well. Um, I'm wearing a be her now sweatshirt. And so you have, um, and when you came to my boss bombshells event to speak, you were um, also doing some mindset work with, that's what you spoke on. So on TikTok, are you still doing that? Or did you just do the, I know you do those 30 day sprints, right? Or.
0: So I've done some 30 day sprints and I'm actually figuring out how I'm going to bring it more consistently into all of my content. Cause it's something I love to speak on. And I kind of do want to speak on it more beyond just 30 day sprints. Mm-hmm. Um, So I do the embracing her project, which is all about embracing that future version of you. And I truly, truly, truly believe it's the small actions you take in your day that make the big changes in your life. If you show up 1% every day versus 100% one day, that 1% will get you farther in a year. So the embracing her project is all about just, you know, embodying that future version of you, even right now, even when she feels a million miles away from you and you have a lot more in common with your dream self than you think like a lot of people feel wild, like they feel very far away from their dream lives. And I'm like, Hey, you brush your teeth. Now the future, you brushes her teeth. I hope. So that is one, that is one point of contact right now that y'all already have in common. And that's such a silly example, but I think it's the silly examples that make the most impact because it's true. Like we have a lot more in common with our future selves than we think. And if we could learn how to tap into those moments and view them as something more meaningful than what we do now, and start to embody that future person, and dress like she does, and and wake up like she does, and just live in her life the way she does. Then, like you will wake up and just be her. Like that's just be how- her.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's why I said in my stories this morning, I was like, "You are her." I had on the yeah. sweatshirt in the car. I was like, "You are her now." Literally, mm-hmm. it's just that there's so many. Um, And we spoke about this before we got on here. um, uh, Subconscious, you know, all the old programming and and things that we have seen um, come up so often, which could be like one of the big limitations that's even moving you into uh, the future you would be. You are her now, but the future you all may be the woman that wants to step into what she desires. Like we've been talking about this life of freedom. This was something you saw for yourself. I saw for myself. We talked a little bit about how important vision is. Um, Gosh, like, We can even just dive into, you know, branding and how important it is. That's your world. That's what I've done as well. Uh, And that your brand is you, you know, and so truly embodied trying to come back to self. I mean, we really, I think both agree, like, this is where it starts is stepping into who you are and just the strength to be, you know, authentically you, Mm-hmm. Every day, like you said, even. Um, do you have any? You have some amazing things that you do personally. I know journaling is huge for you. Um, I know you just got certified on all the things NP, right? NLP. NLP. That's
0: right. Mm-hmm. Uh, NLP, hyp, uh, hypnotherapy, EFT, time technique, mindset coaching. It's hypnotherapy. It's fascinating. So
1: fascinating! Oh my gosh! I don't know if I would. Um, I always think of that. I'm like, I would love that, but I don't know if I'd let myself go. Like, mm-hmm. I think I'd be so tightly wound of like, I don't, I can't surrender to that.
0: Everyone can be hypnotized, but not everyone can be hypnotized. Which I know that yeah. sentence really just counteracted itself, but like, it there is a part like I think movies and TV makes it makes hip like hypnosis look like this crazy thing where if you tell someone to like squawk like a chicken they will like that's not it yeah. like if you even if you are hypnotized and i say go rob a bank like you're not going to get up and go rob a bank like that's movies and tvs make it look like this big control thing the reality is you are always in control like tv yourself it's ridiculous
1: every time what horrifies me about that is childbirth and <laughs> what kids see and how people are yeah completely um I don't even understand it. So you're talking to someone like, right? I gave birth naturally. I had a home birth. Like, is it hard? Yes, but you can get a human out of your body it's that's easy. eight pounds. But it is mindset. It is
0: mindset, which goes back to even like the the hypno. Actually, I did hypno birthing. So there you go. Oh, I'm fascinated by that. I want to learn more about it when the day comes for me. Yeah
1: yes oh my gosh all i remember i remember andrew and i we had a private um i had a doula and all that but we had a private hypnobirthing coach i guess or whatever we hired because i was like oh i am going to do this uh, at home like i just i knew i could
0: mm-hmm. and
1: i remember her telling i just remember specifically it was so beautiful it was like snowing out and we lived in this beautiful loft with these big windows and you could see the city downtown but I remember us kind of laughing under our breath because she was closing her eyes and she was like, now picture the red balloon, you know, a red balloon is flying. And we were both like, la- like I, one half eye open looking at each other, like,
0: Wait, what's like happening? Happening.
1: Yeah. not really paying attention and kind of joking then, but whoa, all, everything she said somehow like was embodied in me because I, I practiced it. I didn't know that I would, I kind of thought it was a little bit like woo, like out there then but like, holy shit. When the time came, I was like, whoosh, like right in my body, like, let's use the techniques and let's roll with them. And I literally rolled through 12 hours of labor in the most calm state. And been, I just felt like waves. Like I just breathed and rolled through every single wave of the contractions until they were on top of each other. Until yeah. So, um, but it is, it is wild. The, the power of the mind and, and regression and all of that. I would love to go back and do past lives, but, um, like I said, it's
0: just right. I've seen that happen too. And I'm just so uh, amazed by it all. I am too. And I'm, I'm obsessed with mindset and I still have so much to learn about it. Um, it's one of my favorite topics, and there there's just so much to learn and so much that blows my mind. And that's kind of it's like the gift that keeps on giving. There's always something to learn, which I also want to remind everyone, especially speaking on mindset. and with mindset, there's a lot of healing work that comes with it too. Just like anything, too much of anything can be bad. So if you're diving into the mindset space, like, take it and embody it and live it, but also like let yourself like kind of come out of it every once in a while too. And like, just kind of be where you're at. Like we don't always, though we always have stuff in us to heal. You do not always have to be healing because there needs to be moments of reprieve where you're like, no, like I'm where I'm at and it feels really good. And just like the gratitude and presence. And I think like, that's actually even a conversation that I find fascinating because ever since I got into mindset to the magnitude that I am, I had my own moment of realizing like, I went down the path too deep almost and had to kind of reel myself back of like, cause I started to look at myself as just this continuous project, but in a bad way, like never being good enough, never being ready, never being blah. Um, yeah. and I was like, that's really interesting.
1: Well, that's our human design. We both have one lines. So mm-hmm. our one lines in human design are, we can go way whack out of alignment with over-consuming and then not creating. We've talked about this because oh, yeah. I've done the same. I get I get invested. Like, I love something and I'm like freaking all in times 10. Like, I'm like, let me learn all of the things about everything. And then you start to question your own, you know? So sometimes it is, you got to come back, reel it in, come back to self, like release some of those things, take the gold from them, but because, and that goes back to even like I was saying with TV and showing childbirth, or like all this stuff. It's like, you can really take in everything that's outside you, but it's best to come into yourself and mm-hmm. check in and, and being present and grateful for what is now because mm-hmm. you're exactly where you're supposed to be right now. Always.
0: And there's always. always a part of you that knows there yes. is like, like every, everyone's had those moments where they like, they look back at an experience or maybe they worked with someone or- or maybe they went somewhere and they look back and they go, like, I knew I shouldn't have done that. And Ugh. I know, I think that's saying for some people at this point. But I'm like, no, because it's because there is a part of you that knows. Like, your intuition will flutter and you just have to learn how to tap into it to yes. be able to listen to it. So that you stop yourself from taking whatever action that you went too far deep into.
1: Oh, yes. Intuition is everything. And stopping and, like, not... If you get that flutter, do not make a decision in that moment. Literally, mm-hmm. it's okay to say to the person, like, I need to take a beat. Like, I need to take a minute. Like, I'm going to step away. Um, you will get the answers. But but to find calm and space. And I think back to our, you know, being being aligned in the online space and doing what we're here to do right now. Because you and I, even in our knowing of one another, have pivoted several times in our, like our own world, we, this yeah. is why, and our friendship's been so great. I mean, we've done like 360 spin outs. Like we just, we're always creating and evolving, but this is life. And this is why it's so incredibly beautiful. And I, I know I to speak for, for me, but I believe for both of us, I mean, this is what we want truly for all of you. And like freedom is on the other side and freedom can be where you are right now in your job, in your nine to five. But so many of us are always striving for more, 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 more that, like I said, we just don't stop and we're living out of
0: ourselves. Yeah. Um, the amount of times yeah. I have had to remind myself and I still human, still I am the yeah. most goal oriented you can get when it comes to a person. I feel like I'm very always looking to the future. My husband jokes with me. He's like, "You always want to be wherever you're not right now." And I'm like, uh, "I I know." <laughs> uh-huh. Like if we're in Jamaica, I'm looking at plane tickets to blank. If I'm it, it, <laughs> I, and if we're if we're at a restaurant having dinner, I'm talking about what we're going to cook tomorrow. Like yes. it's. And that is just me. And that's something I love about myself because it makes me very, you know, I get what I want. Like, I will work for it, but if you don't learn how to enjoy the journey and like, you're never going to be happy. Like for the people listening, like if you're, you know, on the path to try to build something for yourself and you're like, I'll be happy when I do this or do that, or start this business or make this milestone or do whatever it is. Like, you're never going to be happy. And that's just the truth. Like your goalpost is going to continue moving forward because when you hit a goal, I think all of us celebrate it for about three seconds and then go, okay, what next? And I think the true, like the true place you find the freedom that you and I are both talking about and the true place that you find the like joy and the happiness and the contentment is learning how to enjoy the journey that gets you there to where you're celebrating that just as much as you're celebrating that milestone. Because then as your goalpost continues to move, it doesn't matter because you're happy along the way. Oh,
1: I feel like that was a <laughs> perfect closure. Like that was just everything buttoned up. Like I just, I have, I have no words at this point. I'm just, <laughs> usual. Do you have anything else you want to add to that in closing for our
0: listeners? Hmm. Um, I'll wrap it up with kind of bringing the branding and design work that I do with the mindset. If you're starting a business, if you are in your business and you're looking to rebrand, if you're pivoting like Jessica and I seem to be doing like. Always, always. <laughs> come back to self. That's the like the best thing I can tell you is come back to self and figure out why you're doing what you're doing who you want to do it for, how you want to create an impact. And like, and and again, just really going back to why and remember that you are your own secret sauce in your business. I tell people this all the time like because I think a lot of times like when I work with business owners, they'll look at other people in, in their industry, which is actually very important. I am the first person to encourage market research. However, you are your secret sauce. And even if you're doing the same exact job that sally may is doing next door hi i'm a designer there's a million of us out there but no other designer is going to design in the same exact way that i design or they're not going to have the same process that i have like whatever it might be and it took me a long time to realize like everyone says you are your secret sauce it took me a long time to believe that Mm -hmm. but now i genuinely don't see it any other way because it is true so like you are your secret sauce keep yourself happy along the way, but like you are your secret sauce. And if you're starting a business, rebranding your business, whatever it might be, come back to self reflect, look inward because you're that's where you're going to find your answers into how to step onto your path to move forward. Always freaking love it. Love you. Where can people find you? So you can find me on all the typical socials, Instagram, TikTok at Brooke Carol Smith. So I'm sure Jessica will put it in the show notes because of the name spelling, but, um, Brooke Carol Smith everywhere. And I would love to connect and chat and you can see my work. You can talk to me. We could talk about mindset, meditation, woo, anything I'm here for you.
1: All of it. (laughs) You're the best. Oh my gosh. I love you so much. Thank you for being here today. Thank Thank you for everyone head over and follow Brooke. Like I said, she is amazing. Thank you so much. Thank Thank you want more conversations like this? Join us in the Happy CEO Club. You will find all the resources you need to be the CEO of your life and find your inner happy. Surround yourself with people who want you to win in your business and in your life. Get more info at thehappyceo.com. It's go time. This is your life and you only get one. It's your time to shine.